0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls...
1: It's that time again, my friends. Time to book your ADRs and schedule your Fast Passes. We're going to take you on a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. It all started with one man's dream, and boy, was that a big dream. From that dream, millions of memories and in just as many smiles remind us why we love it so much. So pack your bags and don't forget your magic bands and your Mickey ears, because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades podcast with Nick and Dave. Welcome back to the Mousecapades Podcast, friends. Here with Nick, I'm Dave, and we're ready to talk it up. How about some news, Nick? Yeah, so here's what's
2: happening. I don't have much for you, Dave, and listeners. Um, Not really much has gone on. It seems like it's been like that since D23. I'm telling you, not much has really come down the pipe. Uh, But uh, one item I do have for you, apparently, have you heard about, uh, well, you have a magic band, right? Yes. You have multiple magic bands, probably. I collect those with every single trip that my family and I go on, and we have a collection of them right Do you have a collection of them in your closet uh, or something like that
1: we have only used magic bands one time oh really yeah so i have my family's worth of magic bands and that's it
2: okay all right yeah and over in disneyland they don't use them so you wouldn't need them right um anywho so they're disney's thinking about uh redesigning the magic band for other users that are having issues with the magic band and designing some sort of uh clip so if you like a disney band clip i mean really not a disney band but just a clip that has the RFID chip in it,
1: like so, a belt clip. You can put it on
2: your belt. Exactly. You can put it on your belt. Um, Stick your booty up to the to the fast pass screener <laughs> yeah, and be on your you way. <laughs> Stick your booty, or yeah, exactly. So you know that, or you know, I immediately thought of like, hey, how about a keychain? You know, like that'd be good. That would be kind of cool. But I don't know about you, but when I'm on vacation, then I thought to myself, well, yeah, I don't carry my keys though when I'm on vacation. Right. Like, in the room the whole entire week. Literally, the only thing I have on my person,
1: my phone and the band. That's it. Well, here's the thing that I thought of when we used them the last time was that we're in the middle of Florida. It's sunny. It's July. And I have this big fat stripe on my arm. And if I wear that thing all day, every day in the same exact spot, I'm going to come back with a huge tan line. And that sounds ridiculous, but the last thing I want is a big white pasty stripe on my arm after I use that.
2: Well, that's why you take the pre-tan before you go down, Dave. (laughs) I try. So... Well, we're Italian, so we both have that olive skin. We don't need yeah. You don't can't
1: even tell. It's not Anywho. too white and pasty
2: anyway. Anywho, so, um, you know, plus you have all that sweat that builds up, yep. you know, underneath as well. And I don't know about you, but how tight do you prefer your bands? Do you put them tight on your wrist or just a little room loose? to
1: breathe? Just a little. Okay.
2: Room. See, mine. Exactly, mine's the same way. But people have been complaining that they're coming off on roller coasters. So I'm thinking, why are these bands coming off during roller coasters? I've been on all the roller coasters, well, except for the ones that go backwards in the dark, <laughs> so I guess that eliminates probably by half of them, Yeah. but I've never had my band even remotely, I, I've never thought it was going to fall off. Those things no. cannot fall off unless you get them hooked on something and they pop off. There's been lots of complaints saying they fall off my wrist. No there way. was even one person on the Disboard that said, hey, I have a picture of mine suspended in midair on the rock and roller coaster. I find that hard to believe unless you did it on purpose. Yeah, you have to. There's no way that band is going to fall off. But I like the idea of having an option, a clip or a band. Yeah, that's
1: an expert photographer that can take a picture right. on rock and Roller Coaster, which is super fast, and get a get his magic band, first of all, to float, and get a picture of it at the same time. I don't know, there's so many loops on How that How do you one. do that? You can't do that. Which I've been on. I'm, that one's fun.
2: Um, oh. Right, maybe it was in the beginning. Yeah. You know, when you, when you blast Before. off there. Yeah, so... I like the option. Yeah, you know, good. if they do create something like that, and that's just rumor. This isn't like it's gonna happen. Gonna happen. We don't know yet. Um, but it's out there. So, but I like the idea that I, I like the idea of maybe a keychain having options available. But again, that band—it's so simplistic. Everything's tethered to it. It's right there on your wrist.
1: There you go. and I want to say that we hooked ours around our backpack for some of the trip anyway. Because on the back of it, on the straps of the backpack.
2: Oh, so that's still on the front, right? But
1: Ooh, you never set it down, did you? No, we carry a backpack everywhere. Okay. All right. Yeah, so I have a bit of news that kind of goes with that. What's that? They tested out Magic Bands at Space Mountain at Disneyland this past week. Did they really? Yeah, so eventually I think they're trying to roll something out like that in Disneyland. You mentioned that just a minute ago, but it brought back the memory that I saw online that they tested out the Magic Band system at, it wasn't called Magic Bands, it's something else, but it's probably like, you know, the next generation. They have to be different. Yeah, so they're testing it out at Disneyland, so look out, people in California, it's coming your way, and it's awesome.
2: What would you call that? Like the the Diz Band or the... Uh, magic
1: Land Band, Magic Land Band,
2: Land a Band, a uh, Land a Band. <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, pretty soon they'll be called the Magic or the you know, those, remember those uh Magic Slap Bands? bands? Slap Bands. Yeah, remember, remember those now they you have slap, slap watches. them on your wrist? You yep. know, they got them. They'll be like that where they'll wrap around you. Anywho, uh, so I like the bands. I have no complaints. I don't know how they're falling off, people, but uh, we'll see what happens in the future. And um, that's all I got for you, Dave. It's been kind of quiet. Let's go back. All right, take us back, Dave.
0: We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go.
1: All right, taking you back this week in Disney history, it's a pretty important week because it's Halloween, Nick. Halloween week. Yeah, what's your kiddo uh, dressing up as? So my daughter's going to be Maleficent, and she specifically said the cartoon Maleficent. And Max is going to be a firefighter. So not the Angelina Jolie? Not the okay. Angelina Jolie.
2: <laughs> okay, there's a difference. We couldn't find big enough <laughs> lips for that costume. <laughs> That's all it would be, right? Yeah. With horns coming out of it? Lips and horns. <laughs> yeah, lips and horns. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, my kiddo, um, he's going as Jake from the Jake and the Neverland oh, nice. Pirates. And uh, so I'm shocked he didn't want to go as one of the, like, Catboy from uh, PJ Masks, that cartoon, yeah. you know... Uh, Kids dress up in their PJs <laughs> to become superheroes, but he re- loves Jake and the Neverland Pirates, and that's what he chose to be.
1: So this week at our school was Red Ribbon Week, and I think Nick wore his son's costume today. Did you wear the well, Jake
2: costume? today? Well, no, this actually came from Disney World. No, you know definitely. where they, you know the princesses. They have the Bibbidi Bobbidi yeah. Boutique. Well, you know for the kids they have the pirate stuff. Right. So this actually came from oh, Disney nice. World. Still has the tag on it. Um, do I have it here? Yeah, I have it right here. Check this out. So I kept it on because I am a Disney nerd, right? Oh, so you got I, the price tag. You're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. No, I do not want to take this off because I don't know for some for some reason it, it makes me feel like I'm just more, you know, that much more you're connected to Disney World. Yes. So I am a true dork. But um, no, that came from his costume out there, and uh, he has a different one. He has the Destiny outfit Ooh. with the Destiny sword. There's a huge difference. You ask a the Child. There's there's difference. Destiny's
1: Child. So, yeah. Okay. That's exactly right.
2: All right. So, yeah, Mickey, uh, what was it? Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party? Yeah,
1: 1995, October 31st, 95, this was the first Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. It only took place on Halloween night. That's awesome, man. Yeah, so, and there was a bunch of history on this day, obviously, being Halloween, that... over the years how it's expanded from one night to three nights to five nights to, and now it's huge like it started already back in October or I mean back at the beginning of October maybe even September alright what's All next right. so also on Halloween 2005 this time we have this dude his name's Gary Estrada and he must be related to that guy from Chips right yeah uh, he rode the Haunted Mansion at Disney World 999
2: times Um, I feel like I have some deja vu here you know John uh, and I think this is worthy to mention again. John's actually going to try this. John, our nine hundred ninety-nine times. He's gonna, no, he's going to break the the record. Oh, you're kidding? No, I'm being serious. It's something that we set up like a week ago. Yeah. We talked about this, and he said he's going to set out to actually break Gary Estrada's uh, record. And we were joking how he should get on sponsor, you know, right. get on sponsors so we can live off the money and stuff like that. But no, he's going to break it for us, and you're going to hear it first here on the Mouse Paint podcast. This is little.
1: nuts. Think about how much time that dude's going to spend waiting in line. <laughs> Good
2: <laughs> luck, already- John. Dude, he's already ridden it like 50 or 60-something really? times as of like a couple weeks ago. And he's only been, the guy's only been there for a couple of months, so. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait.
1: Cool, all right. This week also, November 1st, 2011, had to mention this one, John Lasseter gets his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, uh,
2: Overdue as well. That that guy, a truly amazing, his story, if you haven't heard some of our podcasts, uh, you know, recently yeah recently about uh what was waking sleeping beauty yeah. and all that good stuff great story he was an animator for disney and he left to go do his own thing which was pixar and uh eventually... because they kept an eye on him right they kept saying mm-hmm. we don't want it to go towards computer animation yes that's absolutely right and it was after what rescues down under or something yeah. like that and then
1: anywho so yeah listen to that good stuff all right coming up next november 2nd 2001 Disney's animated feature Monsters, Inc. is released, and this is a fantastic movie. I love that
2: movie, and I love the second one as well. Well, it's not really a second one. It's a prequel, like uh, Monsters University. But great movie, man. Just the detail, even down to the hair on
1: Sully. It's probably my top five. Yes, I love
2: that cartoon.
1: Yeah, for sure. So that one was uh, was a historic day. So this one coming up next, November 3rd of 1998. Also historic in my mind because it closes down a huge run. If you had wings... Uh, the attraction at the Magic Kingdom, I've said this many times, was one of my favorites as a kid, and this one replaced it. But I do love Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin.
2: Yeah, I, I love this ride as well. Uh, if you had wings, I wish I could have ridden that yeah. ride. You know, I didn't get a chance to do it, but um, yeah. It's
1: probably not as cool as people think it is, but um, back then, it was awesome. <laughs> anyway, I mentioned that one because uh, Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin, we always have the competition in my family. So November 5th, 1937, taking us way back on this one. This is the Silly Symphony cartoon, The Old Mill. Um, do you know this one? Um, you know, I would have to see it. I'm not sure. The yeah, Old Mill. You know more about the symphonies, Silly Symphonies than I do, but I put this one in here because it's right up your alley. This was the first Disney film to use the multiplane camera. Yeah, which I recreated
2: in my house. It's not as big, but um, it it fits in my room, and it
1: actually works. Awesome. All right, and I think this is the last one for us here. We have November fifth, two 2004, another movie release and another great movie. So this must be the week of great movie releases for Disney. This is The Incredibles. Oh, yeah, The Incredibles, and the second one's coming out
2: Cannot wait.
1: Yeah, a great movie as well. Very creative, man. All right, so here's something I didn't know, and I'm, I'm sure... That, yeah. that, is that Fro is Samuel yeah. L Jackson Frozone? Yeah. Yes, I did. Dude. I think that I remember his voice and I, you know I don't put characters with their But you can't their... really tell though when
2: you're when you're watching the film it it doesn't really sound like him. So, Nick and I have some history with Samuel L.
1: Jackson. We, we met yes, the, we do. This we, is met true. The, we met the lookalike in L.A. and had him redo a scene from Pulp Fiction. Those of you out there that know Pulp Fiction, it was so. awesome. And the whole time he did not want us to record him, remember? Yeah,
2: and he had and no I And said, I said, I'm not. I'm not recording you. What yeah. was I saying? I was taking pictures. Just taking pictures. Just taking pictures, and I was recording the whole entire time because if apparently, you know. if you – He kept mind. saying, put my stuff on YouTube. Yeah, put my stuff on YouTube <laughs> and give me some money, you know. But yeah, it was. <laughs> didn't he have a gun?
1: He yeah, a fake gun, yeah.
2: A, I can't believe he was allowed to you know, have I had that. a Nice dude. orange
1: spot on the yeah, end. Yeah, but it. still. Anyway, dude. so yeah, Frozone from the movie Incredibles. Incredibles opened November 5th, 2004. And that's the last thing I have on this week in Disney history. Outstanding. Back, friends, to the Mouse Capades podcast with Nick and Dave. I'm your host, Dave, and joining me today is one of my students from my class. I'm so honored to have Amber with me today. Amber's family actually just went on a trip to the Magic Kingdom and she got to do some pretty cool things that we're going to talk about today, one of which meets our theme this week, which is scary Halloween stuff. So uh, you can probably guess that Amber got to go to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. So we're going to get into that, but we're going to talk a little bit about her trip to start off with. So Amber, tell me, how long was your trip?
0: About six days.
1: So you left on what day of the week? Um, Saturday. Okay. And did you guys drive or fly?
0: Drive.
1: Awesome. So that's a pretty long drive from here. Did you drive straight through or did you have to spend the night somewhere along the way? We had to
0: spend the night somewhere along
1: the way. Awesome. So do you remember where you stopped? Um, I went to a jury inn in
0: Georgia. I don't know what city but I know it's somewhere in Georgia.
1: Yeah, somewhere in Georgia. That's where my family stopped this past summer too. We stayed in Dalton, Georgia so it's about halfway and then I guess the next morning you woke up and drove the rest of the way and got down to the Magic Kingdom, right?
0: Um, no, we actually stayed somewhere like, probably at a Holiday Inn Express, and I met my grandma and grandpa there, and that was kind of surprising
1: to me. Yeah, now let's take a step back on that, because you said it was a surprise. This whole trip was a surprise to you, wasn't it? All right, so can you kind of tell the people out there uh, how your parents sprung this on you? Because I thought that was super cool and something that I would love to do with my daughter one of these days. Well, I woke up at
0: like six o'clock, and when I went, When I was trying to go back to sleep, I heard my parents talking about something and I thought to myself that something was going on that I I didn't know about. And then my parents surprised me with going to Disney World and my mom was like, hey, what should we do over fall break? And then my dad said, how about we go to Disney World? And I got super surprised about it.
1: Now you said your trip was six days total, right? How many days did you go to the parks?
0: Um, four.
1: Okay, and did you break that up evenly? You, you said you went to, so we were talking earlier, and you said you went to just Magic Kingdom and Epcot, right? Yes. Okay, so did you do two days in each park? Yes. Okay. And so what did you start with? Magic Kingdom or Epcot?
0: We started out with Epcot.
1: And how, how? what did you think of Epcot? It
0: was awesome.
1: Yeah, good. Now a lot of people in the past used to think that Epcot was more for adults, but they've done a lot of things lately here with adding rides and things like that for kids. So talk about some of the rides, like what were some of your favorite rides? Well,
0: my very favorite ride was Soarin' because it felt like I was really flying over California. and the details about it was about the smell of the oranges because that was
1: really cool. Yeah, that's my favorite too. And I always tell everybody I love that ride because there's no other ride out there that's like Soarin'. You know, you can go on a million different roller coasters or you can go on a million different rides that you're just in a ride vehicle and you go through and see different things but you're not going to ride a ride ever like Soarin' again, right? Yeah. So you like the you like the orange smell and did you smell the trees when you went over the evergreen trees? Yes. And yeah, the golf ball that flies at you?
0: Yeah, my dad
1: was acting like he caught it. <laughs> <laughs> so Soren was one of your favorite rides. Was there anything else at Epcot that you really enjoyed?
0: Going up
1: into the geosphere. Oh, and Spaceship Earth is the name of that ride, right? Yes. So that rides not only is that a cool ride, but it's also educational and me being your teacher, I have to tell you that. That is the history of communication. So I love that ride and it's like I said, it's not only cool that you get to go up into the, the symbol of Epcot, right? But that you actually get to see, you know, how communication Education has evolved.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot how many um, triangles are on the geosphere.
1: Ooh, that's a great question. I don't even know the answer to that one. Did you? Did they tell you that at some point?
0: Yeah. Emmett said that it was more than 1,000 because I I forgot the day after we went into the geosphere and I was asking Emmett when. Um, like how many triangles are in the geosphere. He said more than
1: 1,000. Yeah, and Emmett is your brother, right? He's in first grade. Yes. He's a, he's a cool guy. Alright, so, moving on in your trip. So you spent two days at Epcot. Did you meet any characters in Epcot? Uh, yes.
0: I met Mickey, Goofy, Minnie, Chip, Dale, Snow White, who is Emmett's girlfriend, apparently. Yeah! <laughs> Donald, Aurora,
1: And And I think I've talked on our show about how uh, Snow White, when I was about Emmett's age, actually, I uh, met Snow White and she gave me a kiss on the cheek. And my parents have that photo still hanging up in their basement in one of the photo collages that they have. So they always give me trouble about that. So um, that's a cool memory that your brother, I bet, will remember for the rest of his life. And don't let him forget that, right? mm mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, so you moved on to the Magic Kingdom and what did, what were your favorite memories of the Magic Kingdom from your trip?
0: Um having a Dole Whip.
1: Yeah? hmm So that everybody loves the Dole Whip and we went and got our first Dole Whip a couple years back because so many people talked about it mm-hmm. and we just thought it was okay. But you really liked it, right? Yes. Okay. Alright, so as far as rides, what did you ride there that was cool that was awesome? Um, well
0: we got to ride the monorail just for part of the day. And we got to see, um, we got to ride so lots of roller coasters, like the Bar Stormer and the Mine Train.
1: Yeah, so you got to ride the Seven Doors Mine Train? Yes. Did you have to wait in line forever for that?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, there was always a long <laughs> ride for that right in there. Yeah. All right, so then um, let's move on then. Let's move on to uh, what what we asked you about. And I didn't know about this. I knew that you, when you came back from our vacation, I knew that you had gone to the Magic Kingdom. And you told me that it was a surprise, but I didn't know that you got to do Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. So you came to school on, I think, Tuesday the following week, and you had the shirt on. And I said to myself, wait a second. She went to that thing and didn't even tell me about it. So I was kind of upset, but not really. I was just messing with you. Um, so so tell us, how, how did that go down? Did you get there? What time did you get there, would you say, if you had to guess?
0: six seven o'clock
1: all right and you were you there's four of you in your family did your grandparents go with you
0: yes and um i found out the day that we got to the resort that my grandmother came and she just arrived and as soon as we got in i was like whoa she's here and i told her the day that like the day the night before we got to the actual Disney World. Um, when we were at Staybridge Suites, I called my grandmother that night, and I told her that we were going to Disney World. She was like, "What?" And then I found out that she actually knew that we were going to Disney World because my parents had been planning it the whole, like, for many months.
1: That is awesome, <laughs> awesome. So, do your grandparents live down close to there, so that they could just go from home and meet you guys?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, my grand, my two grandparents to wood, but my grandmother because she lives all the up
1: in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. All right, so y- did you guys dress up for the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party? Yes. So what were your characters? Who was everybody in your family?
0: Um, and it was a jack-o'-lantern. I don't know what my parents were supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> I think my dad was Waldo because he had, this, uh, he had like, this shirt on. Nice. He like Waldo. Nice. Nice and um so i was dressed up as a tootsie roll great and, and that was a jack-o'-lantern, and he got lost. Like, he felt like he got lost because we weren't there, and then when my parents were calling his name to tell him that we were actually right near him, he started crying because he got upset that he felt like he got lost, but he actually found out that we were near him. Yeah,
1: well, it's pretty That's easy to weird. get lost because it's so crowded, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You, I always worry about that when my daughter was young, that i was gonna lose her because that place is so crowded it's so easy to walk away from parents and then not find them again if they turn around right mm-hmm. all right especially when you're in costume because everybody's in costume and it's just craziness right mm-hmm. all right so like i said i have actually never been to a mickey's not so scary Halloween party. So tell us kind of what went down. When you when you walked into the park, did they just start throwing candy at you? Or, or how did that happen when you walked into the park?
0: Well, we got, well, this lady put on a wristband with candy corn decoration on it to symbolize that we, have, that we get to go trick-or-treating since we're just here for the Halloween party and not just coming to go on different rides. Okay and we were making both sticks and we were making blue bracelets and necklaces and I'm supposed to have red because it matched part of my costume, but mine broke, so mine So all my grandma had to give me one of hers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and since my dad's was red too, and I asked him if I could have one of his, and he, and he just said no because he didn't want to share.
1: That's right. You know why he didn't share? Mm-hmm. Because at Disney World, everybody's a kid, so it's every man for themselves. So dads don't have to give up their cool things. Things remember that people dads don't have to give up their cool stuff at Disney World. Um, so anyway, you got in and is that the first thing you did? You went trick or treating? Um, yeah. Okay, so what? Where did you go to trick or treat? I've always wondered. Do you just go to every single ride and that's where they hand out candy, or how does that work?
0: Yeah, we like we go to places that have like these poles and they have a Mickey pump, like a pumpkin carved out as Mickey. And whenever you see one of those, that's where you can trick or treat. Okay,
1: so that's like the sign for going in to trick or treat Mm -hmm. and then so do you trick or treat get your candy and then go on the ride
0: um you can if you want you just have to have your fast pass thing with you
1: okay okay all right so overall what was your favorite part of mickey's not so scary halloween party
0: um Everything.
1: Just everything. So, did you get to see any of the parades or any of the activities they had that night?
0: Oh uh, yeah, we got to see the parade and the fireworks show. The parade was really awesome. There were all these villains, and they were on um, these floats that match their personality and stuff. Like I saw Captain Hook and Mr. Smee on the, on their ship. Cool. And I saw Jafar on, I don't remember where I saw him at, but yeah. I saw him somewhere in the parade. And before the parade started, there was a symbol that the parade was about to start and the Headless Horseman just ran through. Nice, <laughs> so
1: you got to see the Headless Horseman. That's a cool part of that too because um, it looks so real, like you can't tell that it's a person underneath of that costume, can you? Yeah. It's crazy to me. And then did you, the other part part that I've seen, um, I've seen different videos of is the part where the caretaker from the Haunted Mansion comes through with his dog, did you see that too?
0: Yes.
1: Awesome. Alright, so you stopped and got to see the parade, did you ride in your rides that night?
0: Um, we were going to ride Space Mountain, but it broke down, so we couldn't go on Space Mountain. Man,
1: that ride's always closed, isn't it?
0: Yes. <laughs> and we did want to go on Test Track too, but that was at Epcot Yeah. We, we wouldn't have time to get all the way down there.
1: Alright, so going back to, you said that you saw not only the parade for the Not So Scary Halloween Party, but you saw the fireworks too. Did they light up the castle with the projection like they usually do? Yeah. And what kind of things were on that?
0: Um. There were like these declarations for these people, like there was one villain in each story and there was one story with three girls and they were trying to find their home and the villain captured them When and, and they were looking for some kind of ingredient for a spell. And then the villain gave the girls the ingredient so that they could just go. And then the spell worked, but they ended up someplace else. <laughs> <laughs> it was so crazy.
1: And then, so does the fireworks go with the projection that's on the castle, or are yeah. they are they separate? Like
0: they're just well, the stories go before the actual fireworks, but they're still like um, fire shooting out of these sticks.
1: So they coordinate. Um, they match it up? Yes. Okay, good. Alright, so, your parents, we talked at conference time, your parents and I, and um, they're not as big a Disney fans as I am, so... Do you think that they had a good time?
0: Yes, because they were laughing a lot on the rides. Yeah. And, they, were, and like, they looked like they were having an awesome time.
1: Cool. Yeah, I always wonder that because I just wonder, well, is it just me? Is it just because I love Disney so much that I would want to do this? Or is this something that, that people take their kids and then they think, well, that's pretty cool. I'd do that again. Now that you had your trip, and that you've had the experience of going to the not so scary Halloween party. Is there anything that you could suggest to people that were gonna go there for the first time that maybe you wish you had during this time?
0: Oh uh, yeah, you should find a spot for the parade and the fireworks so that you can see better. And I also have another one, um, go to the Guest Relations Center so that you can get a first time pin so that, it, so that the characters that you meet, it's say congratulations because it's your first time there.
1: Awesome, so was this your first time to Disney ever? Yes. Whoa. Cool. See, I didn't even know that. So um, comparing it to any other vacations you've ever taken, is this one like the coolest one ever?
0: Yes. And sometime, maybe the next break that we have or maybe next summer, you might be going to Disneyland.
1: Oh, so you're going to go out west. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, here's uh, a tip for that. That place, it's a lot smaller. But it's, you just have to think that this is where all of the entertainment started for Disney was at that park. So remember that when you're there, and it's just, you get a cool feeling of this is where everything started. Yeah, so that's my tip to you on that one. All right, so um, are there anything, okay, I did want to ask you this. Are there any special effects or any crazy things that go on when you did ride the rides at Disney for the Halloween party? Were there any changes that they made to the rides that looked like they were there just for the Halloween?
0: (laughs) Not really, but there were lots of cool lights there, and um, the booty you sung at the parade, is very catchy. I love it. You like that song? Yes.
1: I'm going to have to download it and put it in the background now of this interview for you, okay? All right, so um, let's see. About how long do you think you waited in lines on your trip this time? Because this is a great time to go in October, because most of the people are in school, and we're pretty lucky in, in the school district we're in, that we can actually... Have some time off right there in the middle of october when hardly anybody else is off so was it pretty crowded yes
0: it was super crowded really
1: so how long if you had to estimate how long was your wait for most of your rides
0: um about 30 minutes
1: really that's a pretty good wait yeah so it was probably just about as crowded when i went and at the end of july is when you went so hmm, i wouldn't think that all right so now now that your whole trip's finished everything's done. You're back in school. I'm sorry to tell you that. Um, Would you do this all over again? The whole thing, the Magic Kingdom, the Epcot, the Halloween party, would you do the whole thing over again? Yes. Yeah, you said you were going to go to Disneyland, but do you think that one day you're going to head back to the Magic Kingdom? Yes. Awesome. That's what we love to hear. All right, well, I want to say thank you for sharing your experience with our viewers, Amber, and I just hope that this memory that you made in this trip if starting with the surprise all the way through to the end i hope it stays with you and that when you get older you'll be kind of a nut like i am and take your kids there too yes I awesome again that's amber joining us amber is one of my super cool students in fourth grade and i just want to say thank you to her for joining us and sharing her experience with us today and With that being said, it's time to end our podcast, friends. So this is how we do it, Amber. Ready? We say
0: peace. Peace.